Thank you for joining us here at VLC. Our purpose is to help people discover and develop a life in Christ. Now here is Pastor Gary Tony. Well, where we hear praise, he hears faith. I think it's important, and, and as I was thinking about the, uh, the song, really, that's what inspired my talk today, is this song, Awake. And out of Psalm 57, that's really where the Lord kind of led me. Uh, it says this in Psalm 57, beginning in verse 7, out of the New Living, my heart is confident in you. See, what I would like for you all to do today is develop the practice of personalizing the Word of God. When you go, in, especially in the Psalms, you, you, ha you have to put your life there. Listen to him. My heart is confident in you. Can you say that today about God? Or are you sure, ho you sure hope he comes through? No, we live in a time in history when the world needs to see the, the, you understand our nation is divided right now. And all the church has to do is rise up and it'll stop all of that. Not people, not agendas and politicians, the church. Thank you. Yeah. Huh? My heart is confident in you, God. He says it again. My heart is confident. No wonder I sing your praises. You see, when you get to the place where you know that you know that God has you, when you get to that place, things don't shake you. The Bible is full of people that found themselves in challenging times and when you come into the presence of God that's why the psalmist says in the new living he says wake up my heart awake my soul wake up lyre and harp wake up keyboard player wake up Connor where's my guitar player at wake up not that they're not awake I'm, I'm reading the Bible he's talking to himself here I love this point I will wake the dawn with my song. This is the point of my talk today. Regardless of where you may be in your journey of faith, stepping over by faith, when, when we hear praise, he hears faith. And when you take the step to magnify God, when nothing looks like being magnified, when you say, God, I trust you in the dark times just as well as when things are going great. I will wake the dawn with my song. This is a lifestyle. Now, here's most of you all know that I am a country music fan. And I, I know that people are at different places in their, you know, musical taste. And, well, you just have to pray for me if, you know, if you don't agree with me. But when the Lord, here's how the Lord deals with me. See, I, when I wake up, I want to wake up with worship on my lips. It won't happen just because I want to. It's a habit you have to develop. It's a lifestyle. He says, I will thank you, Lord, 
Among all the people, I will sing your praises among the nations. Your kids should hear you worship. Not just hear your favorite top ten playlist or whatever you've got. They should hear mom and dad worship when you're doing the dishes. It doesn't matter if it's mom. I do dishes too. When you're cleaning the house, when you're washing the car, it's not just you singing your favorite song. Your kids should hear you worship. Come on, baby. He says, for your unfailing love is as high as the heaven and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. God is faithful. God is faithful. I think it's up to us to make the decision today not to quit when things get shaky. So often we have the tendency to think that when things get difficult and challenge, challenging in our lives that, that God has left us. God never leaves you. See, so often we come to the conclusion that, well, if we're walking with God, everything's going to be perfect all the time. What Bible are you reading? The dudes that wrote it went through stuff, man. I think that's one of the big things God wants us to understand in this broken little window of time that we call humanity. What's really sad is we call this life. This is a joke. For the Christian, this isn't life. This is a little, glim a little glimpse the Apostle James says it like this, humanity is like the morning fog. It's here for a second, and then at the blink of an eye, it's over. See, we have to embrace this moment and be vessels that God flows through. What are you passionate about? Does it have God involved in it? If it doesn't, then you, re -need, to, you, you need to rethink your priorities. Let me try this side, Dave. <laughs> See, if God's not in the middle of what you're doing, you need to rethink your priorities. See, I don't have that. That, that just hit the wall back there. Because I, I know, but, but it's your life. It's your career. It's, See, when you make statements like that, that lets me and everybody around you that are mature in God know that you're, you're not where you need to be yet with God because other things are more important. I'm not talking religion. That's a stench in the nostrils of God. That's man's attempt to do something only God can do. But when you sit at the feet of Jesus and you have the heart of worship where, he, where we hear praise, he hears faith. When everything, when, you, when everything isn't going right and you don't, you don't know the next step, sometimes the best thing you can do is take a minute and begin to praise and worship your Father. Yeah, but I really don't feel. It has nothing to do with feelings. Where we hear praise, he hears faith. Psalm 150 said that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. See, it's not just about some song service. See, I talk to people at different, uh, different levels of faith and in, in, in different places in their journey. And in their mind, they've concluded that, it, I love y'all, you know that, right? See, it's, it, it's interesting when I, when I, as a pastor, and I say, I say controversial things, when I say direct things that, that prick your spirit and deal with your soul, you get mad at me. I didn't call your name out. <laughs> 
So if you just sit there and keep looking this way, nobody will know God's dealing with you. Not Gary, God. Not Ga I learned years, you know, the first probably, Kate, the first 10 years of, as I was a pastor, my, I wanted to quit. My, my life was miserable because I tried to fix people. I did, Sherry. I tried to fix people. And finally, praise God, he delivered me. He said, listen, if I can't make them change, who you think you are? And it, it, it liberated me. So now, I, so now I get up and I preach the message. If you get it, wonderful. If you don't, wonderful. Because I'm not going to change you. Right? So what I do is I give you the word. Before I walk on this platform, I am, I've already saturated all of you all. I've asked the Holy Spirit to get right in the chair with you. So when he starts dealing with you, instead of, you know, pushing back, self-evaluate. Lord, are you dealing with me this morning? Ding, 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 ding. No, it's the devil wanting you to worship more. <laughs> Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And see, the very first thing that we have to acknowledge is this, guys. Worship was given to us by God as a spiritual avenue to connect with him on a more authentic level, to come into his presence. In our humanity, it's, re it's, it's really a radical thought that in our humanity we can come into the presence of Elohim, the almighty creator of all that is. You can come into his presence. See, our problem is... Andy, we want to, intellectually, we want to process, well, how's that work? Because I don't feel like I'm in his presence. But see, spirit has nothing to do with emotion. I'm going to talk about emotion in, in a few minutes. See, it, it's, it's really not so much, see, I want to help all of us today to come to a different place in, in our life of worship, in our life. I want to help all of us today in our life of worship, life of worship. See, some of you don't have a life of worship. As a matter of fact, some of you, you stay in the lobby because you don't like this part of church. Because you think the band's up here entertaining you. Mm -mm. If I want entertainment, well, I would say I would go to a concert, but you, you. <laughs> Travis and Kim, had, they went to a Blake Shelton concert the other day at a theater, at a drive-in. Watched it on the screen, listened to Nope. I can watch a video in my recliner. Uh huh? And I was some of y'all like, well, who would go to a Blake Shelton? I would. Anyway, whatever your favorite music is, you know. My point is this when it comes to worship, you need to, I, those, whew, I, I, I'm getting so much right now. I'm, I'm trying to stay focused. Those of you that struggle with, with this part of church, if you don't get it now, you're going to be miserable in heaven. Because the minute you step there, I mean, who knows how long. The Bible says a day with the Lord is like a thousand years with us. Your first couple of weeks, you, it, it might just be worship. Well, I'm going to stay in the lobby, Jesus, till y'all done. <laughs> right? That's how we think, though. Because our humanity is separate from our spiritual life. God doesn't want it to be. We are one and the same. But until the transformation takes place, and here's the thing, it's really not, now, 
I, I say this graceful or you know cautiously. It's really not so much about style and preference. Now, I, I, now, I, now, listen. I, 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 there's a truth there, but we all know that we like certain types of music, huh? When it comes to worship, I really don't like Christian songs that you know just sing a Christian lyric. That's not a worship song. See, you know what worship is? The worship means in the Hebrew to bow down. The, the, the picture, if you go study the, the Hebrew, the picture is when a dog comes to the, their master and bow. They don't care where, where, where you've been, what you've been doing. How you, the minute they see you, boom. Tongues out, tails wagging. They're just, that's the picture of a heart of worship. You're so glad to be in your master's presence. Doesn't matter what the, what the beat is of the song. Now, that being said, I have my style of worship that I enjoy. See, guys, it, it, here's some, can I take you a little bit further? It should never be, I love y'all, right? Y'all watch it? It should never be about the mood you're in. Help us, Lord. Help us. Huh? Or what we think we need from him. Oh, yeah, I, 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 Mama need a new pair of shoes. I'm going to worship. <laughs> huh? A.W. Tozer, one of our great theologians of, 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 of the United States, said this. When we worship in those times when we don't feel like it, it is some of the most treasured times in the eyes of the Father. You think about it, moms, dads. When your kid comes to you, now when they're little, they do it a lot. They'll come in, I love you, all. but when they're a teenager, they come when they, when they want something. Huh? See? But when they come in, when, you're, when your kid is a little older and they've been gone for a while, and they say, Mom, Dad, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to stop by and visit. You're like, who are you and what would you do with my kid? God wants that from us. It's in those times, you all. Now, for some of you, that means next Sunday, when you come in here, you come in here. You come in bringing your sacrifice of praise with you. Yeah, I'm just not into that. Get into it. I'm trying to help some of you all change your life. Get into it because praise and worship is part of who God is. When you take those steps of faith and bring your sacrifice, we hear praise. He hears faith. See, it's about us using our voices. Now, that's, the, you, know, to, it's, you know, you understand, worship is not just in singing. Worship is in doing things as well. But I am specifically talking about awake my soul today. I will awake the morning with my song. I am talking about singing. I'm in church and I'm singing. See, it's a place where we get to honor God by expressing our heart through a song. Worship is one of the most spiritual things that you and I can do as a Christian. John chapter 4 says this. For God is spirit. If you want to be spiritual, learn how to worship. I'm telling you, it will change your life, your burdens. Some of you all that, that, 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of you all, that this is a word from the Lord for somebody today. Somebody, somebody in this room, you battle depression. And by the Spirit of God, I am giving you your breakthrough this morning. I'm not talking about taking another drug. This will change your life. Learn to worship. There is this, uh, there is this anointing that will come on you. For God is spirit, and those who worship him, you have to do it in spirit. And make no mistake about it, guys. Even though we rely, you know, on, on I, I shouldn't say rely, but we, we, we really do. In, in the culture we live in today, let's just face it, we're emotional people. Huh? Any, any of y'all got mad this week? I've seen some of your stuff. I, I don't... I, I don't get on social media much because I, I couldn't pastor with a clean heart if I did. I couldn't. Because sometimes y'all want to talk about me. Oh, yeah, it's okay. It's not my first day. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Even though we are emotional people, we're not built to rely on emotion because emotion will mislead you. Emotion is a tool of the enemy, and he will manipulate your soul. Emotion is those fiery darts that Paul writes about in Ephesians that we're to put on the armor of God to stop. Because all it takes is the devil to push your button just one too many times. <clears throat> one of the, uh, in our Lexington campus, I've got a young guy that's up there, and man, he is so I mean, he is growing with God. He serves on our worship team, and he called me this weekend. He said, Pastor, I just want to let you know, man, I, I really blew it. He lost, his, he lost it with a friend and, and got really mad. And he said, he said no, I'm trying, I, I want to be a better worshiper. And I'm listening to him, man. I'm like, I'm like a dad. I'm just like, listen to God, you got him, you know. And I mean, just in the last year, if you, if, you, if you haven't had a chance, one Sunday you ought to come to Lexington and listen to, to, to Wesley. This kid, God's got such an anointing. Here, here's, this, here's the thing. When they're young like that, the enemy will send every tool he can to distract them. He will do anything he can. He will get in. He'll get right in the middle of a family and try to tear them because the anointing, the devil can see the anointing on your life. And he would love nothing better than to pull you away from what he's called you to do. And that doesn't mean you can't have a wonderful life here and be successful in your career. But guys, one day, one day you're going to stand in front of Jesus. And he's not going to ask you, you know, what you did for a career. He's not going to ask you, well, how many kids you had, you know, you did. No, he's going to say, well, why didn't you do what I asked you to do? Now, there's no condemnation with Christ. You understand? He loves you. But make no mistake about it, there will be a day when you will answer for your decisions. And so when you have young people like that, not this young kid, I just love the fact that he, he was tore up. A year ago, he wouldn't have been tore up. He'd have probably cussed you out. You're like, you have people on your worship team that cuss? Are you for real right now? I got a room full of people that do that. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they, they should know better. Yeah, so should you. So stop all that nonsense, you hypocrite. Mm, anyway. I know Kate said easy. <laughs> Even though we're, we're not to rely on emotion, 
All right? That was my whole point here because you see what emotion will do for you? Emotion will take you sideways real quick. Even though we don't rely on emotion, when you tap into worship at the next level, make no mistake, it will affect you emotionally. You'll begin, I'm sure if you've been around, you, you've heard people say, boy, I, I feel the presence of the Lord today. Well, that's great that you feel the presence of the Lord, but whether you feel him or not, he's here. It's wonderful that we are, that God has allowed us because we are emotional people. And when your spirit connects at a higher level with the creator, man, you're going to be emotional. When you read the Psalms and you listen to David's heart and sometimes he weeps, sometimes he laughs, sometimes he's mad. He's like, God, where are you? Why are the heavens silent? You see, throughout Scripture, we see God's people. When they enter in, they become emotional. I love some of the Old Testament stories. Sometimes you read some of the people, their, their stories, the people of God, they worship, they celebrated so loud that the, the, the neighboring cities would hear them. Hey, not just hear them, they felt it. You ever been in traffic and... Andy probably doesn't now, but I'm sure he, he used to. You, you, you pull up beside one of them vehicles, and it's you're like, what is that, man? It's, there's a spaceship landing beside me. No, it's just their sound system in their vehicle. You know, license plates, you're behind them rattling. <laughs> what if we worshiped like that? Huh? To the degree, listen, that's, that's why we have earplugs and all those little give boxes. Well, it's too loud. It's too loud. I know they make fun of me sometimes. They say I'm getting old because I say, man, it's a little loud in there today. So I just, I, I, we got earplugs, y'all. All right? I think it's loud sometimes too. But you got to roll with it. Huh? You ought to go visit the youth department one night. <laughs> well, if you're here on a Wednesday, they shake the building. Our, our, our ceiling vibrates. They have to play at that. No, they don't have to. They get to. When you, when you begin to step into that. See, the, I'm not, none of this stuff is carnal, natural attempts to try to do or be something. What I'm talking about today is a spiritual reality. When you worship, when we hear praise, he hears faith. Psalm 67, let the people praise you. Oh, God, let all. How many is that? Let all the people, let all the people, let all the people. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a singer. That's why you don't have a microphone, but you are a worshiper. Everybody doesn't get a mic, but everybody, everybody, let all the people praise you. Then, watch this, then the earth will yield her increase, and the Almighty will bless you. This is another thing that you see in the Old Testament repeatedly is the praise went before the victory. See, some of you all, the storm that you're in, instead of trying to intellectually figure the way out of it, just worship God for a minute. Because when we hear praise, he hears faith. Just worship him. 
See, when you worship, you let God know that you trust him when you don't see a way out, when you don't have all the answers, when nothing's making sense, when things, are, when things seem to be coming against you. There's a beautiful story in the book of Acts. Uh, uh, Paul and Silas had been preaching the gospel and healing the sick and delivering people from the, the powers of darkness, and they got arrested for it. Hmm? They got arrested, listen to me, they got arrested for preaching the gospel. We're on a very slippery slope right now in our nation, and they're playing with fire, messing with the church. And they, listen, listen, and you are so ignorant of the things of God. God is more powerful than anything you've ever met in your life. And when you play with God like this, but church, if you stay silent, and I'm not talking about coming against a person. Our battle is not flesh and blood. Our battle is with principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. And you want to tear down the walls of the kingdom of darkness, you begin to lift your voice and praise God. And it will shake this planet. Yes. But what we want to do is get mad at people and drive our political agenda. Stop that garbage. You are people of God. The Apostle Paul said, why are you acting like mere humans? You are born again, filled with the same spirit of God that brought Jesus out of the grave, and you're trying to figure something out with your intelligence. When you begin to practice worship, man, it, it begins to break walls in your life. And just in case you, you think, well, it's not for you. See, the thing is, when you engage in this, some of you today, this is going to be your breakthrough moment. Some of you, it's, it's, it's going to be the first time that you try this. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm really reserved, Pastor. Yeah. The only reason you are, because I could, I, whether you are a Carolina fan I, I, well, he's got another one back there. You know, it's it's okay. Allison, are you a Carolina fan too? You don't no. no there you go. She's she like mm, I don't know. Yeah. See. Or a Kentucky fan. Oh. Oh, different response. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I've seen some of you all get flat out crazy at a stupid basketball game. But when it comes to church, because of opinion, because of religious tradition, because of what we've been taught to do and not to do, public worship, well, that's just not me. But it could be you. It could be. See, you have to take a step of faith. When we hear praise, he hears you see, at the end of the day, when you simply bring something to God from your heart, doesn't matter what you sound like, it connects with him. Awake, my soul. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. I look to you today. See, sometimes your worship doesn't have to have a beat to it. As a matter of fact, most of the time my worship doesn't have music with it in my private worship. Thank you, Lord. See, some of you all, the reason you cannot participate in public worship is because you don't have any private worship. That's why it's awkward and weird to you. It's because you never do it in private. So practice. Huh? Find your favorite worship song. 
and begin to sing it. And sing it. Oh, but it doesn't sound good. Sing it. Huh? Your wife comes in like, uh, babe. Mm. Tell her to give you a minute. I'm worshiping, honey. Give me a second. See, when it stops being, guys, when it stops being weird in homes, when it stops being weird at your house, it'll no longer be awkward here. But you got to start. Psalm 100 says, come into his presence. Come into his presence with singing. Know that he made us and we are his people. See, that's the, that's the big revelation. If you could take this home today, that you are God's people. My mind still goes tilt when I try to, when I read this Bible and then I look and I'm, and I'm one of them. I'm one of, Jack, I'm one of God's people. I'm a son of the Almighty. My dad makes planets. He made us and we are his. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. For the Lord is good, and His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. His truth, not His opinion, His truth. You see, one of the wonderful privileges of gathering together to worship is the opportunity that we get to create this beautiful atmosphere in here where people that may not be at the same place that you are, they can come in and feel the presence of the Lord. Like, man, there's something different about that church. I don't know what it is. It's the presence of the Lord. Huh? One of my favorite quotes from the song is this, there is a sound that I love to hear. It's the sound of my Savior's robe when he walks into the room. A couple months ago, Andy turned me on to this song when he walks into the room. It's on the uh, Elevation album. And man, I begin to listen to that and listen to that and then I, I try to put myself in the place because Jesus is always with us. But Chris, if he showed up in the room and I saw him, my hair would stand up on the back of my neck. I got a little bit back there. I would get goosebumps and all tingly and I'm like, I, I know someone's like, what, what, what would you do? What, what would you do if he showed up? Oh, well, he's here. He is here right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. He is here right now. And when you begin to worship and you don't worry about, well, what, what do I say when I worship? Stop worrying about that junk. If you just got one word, God, I worship you. I worship you. I love you. I thank you. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. I thank you. I worship you. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. Man, when, when you start developing this as a lifestyle, all of a sudden people don't offend you no more because the, the, because the nature and the character of, of God, which is love, begins to stir up and flow up in you. Awake, my soul. Revelation 4 says, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor, for you created all things. Hmm? And we exist because you created what you pleased. You and I, we are God-made vessels of the Holy Spirit. This is why 
worship was given to us so that we can come into his throne room. Can you, can you, can you close your eyes and picture that? Not, 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 not just him coming into our room, but we get to go into his. <laughs> well, as I closed my eyes, the Spirit of the Lord just took me there and I saw the cherubim hanging around the throne of heaven, singing holy, holy, holy. See, he's God. He's not a religion. He's God. There is a sound I love to hear. It's the sound of my Savior's robe when he walks into the room. Thank you, Jesus. Help us today, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I think that we're in a place right now where, yeah, I know, Lord. <laughs> Can, he, he told me to be quiet for a minute. So I know it'll be weird on our podcast. Amanda will fix it. But he told just shut your eyes. Don't listen to me. There's a sound I love to hear when my Savior walks into the room. Hallelujah. Hmm. We worship you. We worship you, Father. We worship you. You alone. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. We worship you. We worship you. <laughs> Holy Spirit, right now, I know that you're changing lives in this place. I know that you're touching hearts. You're awaking souls right now. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you. Lord, we worship you. Worship you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Come on, guys. We worship you. Lord, we worship you. Yes, we worship you. God, we worship you. God, we worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Huh. Yeah, I know. I know some of you aren't, you're not, you're not there yet. That's okay. I know some of you think it's weird. That's okay. But as you grow in it, Yes, we worship you as you grow in it. 
Lord, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Yes, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. God, we worship you. As you move past all the thoughts and opinions and Lord, we worship you. What happens is you get out of the way and the Holy Spirit begins to minister and change you. Lord, we worship you. Thank you. Lord, we worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Lord, we worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, we could. Man. All right, I know, I know, we have to, we have to, we have to move on here. But that's, guys, I, I know I've got to leave, but that's just a glimpse of what the Spirit of God will do when you quit worried about people around you and, and, you, and you take this step of faith. When we hear praise, He hears faith. See, worship it breaks down walls and removes burden. Worship, it brings you into this place where God says, hey, now I can tell you about this. See, some of you all want to hear from God. This is going to be your avenue because it draws you into his presence. Amen. Now, I have to go. I don't want to. This is this is a this is a wonderful the spirit of the spirit of the Lord is here now. And I'm not talking just emotion here. The spirit of the Lord is moving in this place right now. Lord, we worship you. Mm. But here's the deal. You might be here today and he's not your Lord. Yeah. You may be here this morning and you've never taking a step of faith maybe you're maybe you're watching or listening at some point and you've never experienced anything like this and you've definitely never considered Jesus or taken that step of faith well today's your day I'm not asking you to be a member of our church that's great if the Lord leads you here I'm asking you to leave hell and become one of God's children it's very simple. Take a step of faith. Say this really simple prayer with all of us as we say it together. Those of you listening, watching, give Jesus a chance today. Say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, come into my life and make me new. And from this day forward, Jesus is my Lord. Heaven is my home. And I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said the prayer, you're here, let somebody know. If you're watching, whenever you hear this, at whatever time, call us, email us, reach out. Tell people that you gave your life to Christ. And one day at a time, one decision at a time, he will help you unfold your journey of faith. Now, for those of you that the Holy Spirit has been dealing with today, 
next Sunday. Mm, thank you, Lord. Tonight, in the morning, you're going to start practicing. You're going to start practicing. I just showed you a simple example of what my life looks like when I'm, when I'm in the presence, when I worship. So next Sunday when you come in here, you're not going to hang out in the lobby till the band's done. You're going to come in here and you're going to engage. And what we're going to do is we're going to change the atmosphere of this room and heaven's going to come down. And we're going to do it again. And we're going to do it again. And we're going to do it again. I think God has us here for such a time as this. It is time for the church to wake up. Huh? The Apostle Paul said we are to redeem the time because the days are short and the days are evil. Amen. Now, if you, if you have come with your offering today and you want to give and you're here in the building, on your way out, there are tithe boxes all over the halls out there. Just drop them in uh, the offering plate or you can go to our church center app. Uh, we do um, want you to know that, man, because you have been so faithful, we as a church, we're continuing to do all of the things and even more. We're stepping out in new things, uh, and, and we're looking for God to, to give us direction in our, our next chapter. And it's all because you're faithful and you're giving. So thank you for all of that that you do. Amen. As you leave here today, make sure that you, in the proper way, love on some people. You know? Yeah, come on. We, we, we still want to be good stewards, right? Yeah. I mean, but we're, we're, we're worshiping. Nothing has gotten in the way of that. This week, what are you going to do? You're going to practice. You're going to practice. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to click on the subscribe button. For more information on Victory Life Church, check us out at victorylifeky.com. Thank you so much for listening.